Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. My name is Alan Stamford and welcome to Othello in Offaly. The riot has happened. Othello, angry as hell, storms into the room. And Othello, we must remember... Although he doesn't mind the lads having a good time, he's just a little bit of a Puritan when it comes to the drink. And he certainly, certainly does not approve of brawling in any way. He's a very good general. For Christian shame put by this barbarous brawl, he that starves next to cower for his own rage holds his soul light. He dies upon his motion. Silence that dreadful bell. What is the matter? Iago, who began this? On thy love I charge thee. I do not know. Friends all but now, even now, in quarter and in terms like bride and groom divesting them for bed. And then, but now, I cannot speak. Very interesting, the way Iago uses, uses everything that's available to him. He's saying that they were all behaving as friends, like bride and groom divesting them for bed. And what happened just probably 20 minutes before? Othello and Desdemona, bride and groom divesting themselves for bed. Iago uses everything that's available to him, all the time. How comes it, Michael? You are thus forgot. I pray you, pardon me. I cannot speak. Cassio literally cannot speak. He is in a state of shock. He was very drunk. He fought somebody he didn't even know, and then he went on to wound a fellow officer. That sobers him up very quickly. Now, by heaven, my blood begins my safe guides to rule. If I but lift this arm, the best of you shall sink in my rebuke. Give me to know how this foul rout began. Who set it on? What? In the town of war? Yet wild, the people's hearts brimful of fear to manage private and domestic quarrel. In night, and on that of court and guard of safety, tis monstrous, Iago, who began it? And he asks the one person he trusts most to tell him what happened. I had rather have this tongue cut from my mouth than it should do offence to Michael Cassio. It's a very interesting way to begin that speech. I'd rather have this tongue cut from my mouth but it should do offence to Michael Cassio. I don't want to say that Cassio did anything wrong. He's asked what happened, and the first name he mentions is Cassio. He does it by defending Cassio, even though Cassio hasn't actually been accused of anything yet. Yet, I persuade myself, to speak the truth shall nothing wrong him. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to tell the truth, knowing that it will completely condemn Cassio. Thus it is, General. Montano and myself being in speech, there comes a fellow crying out for help, and Cassio following him with determined sword to execute upon him. And that was Rodrigo. What he hasn't told Othello is what happened prior to that moment. He hasn't said anything about getting Cassio drunk. He hasn't said anything about priming Rodrigo to start the fight. Sir, this gentleman steps into Cassio and entreats his pause. That's Montano. Myself the crying fellow did pursue lest by his clamour as it so fell out, the town might fall in fright. He, swift of foot, outran my purpose, and I returned the rather, for that I heard the clink and fall of swords, and Cassio high in oath, which till tonight I ne'er might say before. When I came back, for this was brief, I found them close together, at blow and trust, even as again they were when you yourself did part them. More of this matter cannot I report. And that's it. He's told the truth. Rodrigo did run away. Iago, for a brief moment, did run after him, telling him to run away. He doesn't mention that, but he has actually spoken technically the truth. But men are men, the best sometimes forget. 
Though Cassio did some little wrong to him, as men in rage strike those that wish them best, yet surely Cassio, I believe, received from him that fled some strange indignity, which patience could not pass. And he's defending Cassio. He's saying, yeah, well, Cassio did actually stick a sword in Montano, this total stranger that nobody's ever seen before, and we don't know why he did it, but I'm sure there was a very good reason. But in fact, he is condemning Cassio completely by telling the truth. I know, Iago, thy honesty and love doth mince the matter, making it light to Cassio. Cassio, I love thee, but never more be officer of mine. That is a moment of genius for Shakespeare, and it's a moment of genius for Iago. Iago condemns Cassio while seeming to protect him. He uses the truth and nothing but the truth, but not all of the truth, as a weapon to ensnare them all. And in that statement by Othello, I know, Iago, thy honesty and love doth mince the matter, making it light to Cassio. I know because you're an honest man that you are trying to defend this drunken hooligan. How far from the real truth is it? And at the same moment, Cassio, I love thee. You're my friend, but I never want you in my camp again. You are out. And it's absolute. One single stroke, and he's gone. Iago has won. But now he's got to move the plan on a step because he wants to use Cassio. He wants to use the fact that his first objective can now become part of his next stage in the plan to get Othello to suspect Desdemona. Because just as he knew Cassio's weakness for drink, he knows Desdemona's weakness as well. So he has to persuade Cassio to appeal to Desdemona. Thank you to John Hines, to Darren Mahan, and to Lars Asmussen for reading those extracts. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.